Do you believe in mermaids? I don't know, but I, I believed in Santa until I was sixth grade, so. <laughs> Or maybe it's Illuminati. Is... They make a rule and then they tell the writers and <laughs> yeah. fashion people and car people. This is what and... we're selling this year, guys. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. Under the sea, under the sea. Was it the clam that sang this? No, the, the uh, what's his name? Thomas. Clam? No. Who's Thomas? Lobster. Oh, the lobster. Yeah, I was sure if it no, was a clam. I don't think there's any animated clams. Is there not? It's no, just a lobster. It's a lobster. This is the first July episode of What Should I Watch? I'm your host, T, and I'm joined by my guest, Grant, here. Hello, T. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I've just got one question for you, T. Okay. What should I watch? <laughs> That's the question I have for you. Your joke is kind of hard to... I don't know, it's like... It's like exotic food, you know. You bite into it and then you have to think about it a little bit. Like, do I like this or do I not like this? Oh, you're a little unsure. What does it taste like? That's the question that I have in my head every time I meet with you. What should I watch? We've been talking about a lot of gory, sad, depressing, scary... What else? Suspenseful... Uh, traumatizing? <laughs> yeah, that's a good... I mean, war is, yeah, war is tough. And before that, we were talking about monsters taking monsters. over the yeah. world, and you're cooped up in your house. You're stuck. Yeah. And that was me trying to bring out some summer suspense, summer blockbuster. But, um, you know, I, summer is also about something chill and happy. Chill, I like that. Yeah, it's about not being in school. It's about chilling for the summer. It's about doing fun things. It's not about monsters and war, necessarily. But blockbuster movies, yeah, they come out during that time. So that's a good point. So yeah, it's been kind of difficult whole four weeks because we did two, two weeks on each show, each right. show and movie. So finally, after our entire whole month, I'm going to present you something summary. Yay, thank you. And also because now that it's actually July, and Look, you have somewhat summer-like weather, finally. Yeah, it is starting to finally feel like summer. Although not my favorite. It's not your favorite season? And weather. And weather, gotcha. But yeah, this is definitely like a summer reading. You know, like summer reading books yeah. that are like... Beach like reading. That. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Your summer reading list before you go back to school. Well, those are not fun ones. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, but you do pick out certain No, I'm saying books summer reading summer. in a like as in like beach reading. Right. Not like summer a, reading, it's like required reading. Yeah, I got you. Like a, like the paperbacks on the shelf. Those at are the like beach. I mean the one you were talking about is like eight hundred pages, like Wrath of Graves and stuff like that, so <laughs> 
Wrath. The Graves of Wrath, whatever <laughs> I'm talking about. So, um, yes, I understand. There's two types of summer reading. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about the required reading type. I'm talking about the fun ones, vacation reading kind of stuff. Do you ever read on vacation? Do you actually read that? Read something? I used to when I used to go on vacation. Yeah, I would go to the beach with my parents and stuff and family. And yeah, I'd have a book on the beach. I remember having books on the beach. Hmm. I have to say, uh, speaking of family, my aunt texted me this morning and said that she wanted you to know that she's enjoying uh, this Korean drama that's on Netflix. Um, I think it's the one. It's called Because This Is My First Life. Oh, yeah. I've watched that. Yeah, I remember seeing that one, too. It was the uh, girl who, she needed a husband or something, right? Or in a roommate. And then the guy was real kind of quirky, maybe like on the spectrum a little bit. Yeah. Very well, specific. the girl needed... She needed something. I can't the girl needed that. like a fake marriage. Yeah, a so, fake, yeah. Because her parents were like on her, trying to like... like yeah, they kept trying to set her up. And like, and, yeah. You know, the, and the guy's trying to save money on right. the apartment that he bought. It's a win-win for so, both of them. Yeah, they were faking marriage, and they yeah. were like. Well, I think he, his parents, he wanted to get them off the hook too, because they they wanted right, him to get married, too. right? Yeah. So they're just trying to solve the problem by just being friends in the same place. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was a good one, yeah. I, but I remember the seeing that. The ending was a little like I'm not sure about how I felt about the. I don't ending, remember how it ended. Overall, yeah, it's pretty good. I remember seeing that guy and other stuff now, but oh, his yeah, character. He's his character was so strong in that show, it was hard for me to picture him as anything else. But now when I see him, I'm like, oh, I want to see like what he does, what else he does. He's great. Yeah, he's good. I like him. But I wanted to tell you that. I think that's also kind of summer show, something you can watch. It's light, fun. Yeah, it's not as complicated and gory as we've been doing recently. Yeah. It is a light premise, so a fun should we, premise. Should we talk about Prigozhin again? <laughs> we'll see up to now. Is he back? I heard he's back in Russia. The like yesterday yeah, or something. The, he's the, back in like Saint Petersburg and he's the, trying to. The president from Belarus said today that he's not in Belarus. He's in Russia. Yeah. To get ammo, guns, and money. Apparently. <laughs> so, this is part three of Still Rain. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen to him. I'm going to talk about fantasy, oh, a love fantasy. story, okay, and something uh, a little bit of suspense and funny, like comedic. So fantasy, comedy, and suspense. And love story. And love story. That's great. And coincidentally, this is related to what's been kind of hot topic lately in Hollywood. What topic but, is that? But this movie, this drama didn't come out lately. It came out in 2016. So it's been about seven, seven years. Seven years, wow. But it definitely has, it's it's definitely related to what's what's going on in Hollywood right now. Okay. And this is on Netflix? It's on Vicky. Oh, okay, on Vicky. So I probably haven't seen a preview, huh? No. But since it's been several years, and also this is a very big Korean drama, I think you can probably find this on any other platform that you're a member of, or you just know where to go. Okay. You'll definitely find this. It's called 
The Legend of the Blue Sea. That sounds great. The Legend of the Blue Sea. So the story goes like this. You know Nessie in England, right? Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Yes. Yes, I'm familiar. I think it's called Nessie. I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. So Nessie apparently had a sister, <laughs> and the sister's adopted sister, and she lived in Korean Ocean. Oh. But since they're adopted siblings, they fall in love. What? So this sister wants to swim all the way across. To the Atlantic Ocean from Pacific. Okay, to get to where the Nessie is, Loch Ness wow. monster. And no, that's... I'm just kidding. I'm just totally making this up. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a good story. <laughs> I was literally picturing how this is gonna relate to some like child in Korea helping this little monster swim all the way to. Is it Ireland, Scotland, or England? I'm pretty sure it's just I uh, England. Wow. Like Northern England. Okay. You would know better than me. I definitely don't think Koreans will ever make story like this. I think there was a, <laughs> some Korean drama some years ago. They were like kind of uh, adopted siblings, so they were both adopted from different families. Mm -hmm. But they do have like some kind of weird feelings. They don't say they love each other, but right. it's implied in the show. And that that show was like got, everybody hated it. Yeah, people were like so harsh on that show. That's crazy. So yeah, I don't think this kind of setup will happen in Korea. Yes, we're not going in that direction. So wait, what was it called again? The Legend of the Blue Sea. The Legend of the Blue Sea. So that's why you got me so good. Yeah. And this drama has 20 episodes. Oh, wow. Each episode is about an hour, as usual. So okay. that's a lot of, that's like 20 plus hours that you have to invest in. But it's worth it, especially in the summer, and especially if you are in the mood for uh, romantic comedy plus very heartfelt family drama. And you want to see some CGI Loch Ness monsters. <laughs> but there is CGI here. Yeah. Not the monster, though. Well, you said fantasy, so... Yeah. Okay. I have to mention the writer of the show. Her name is Park ji She's a really big writer. She wrote Crash Landing on You. Boom. Which we did cover, yeah. And she also wrote My Love from the Star. Okay. This uh, was really big back in the day. Okay, so it's much older. Yes. In fact, I think that could have been her first big one. Hmm. And, I mean, obviously now she's world famous, especially after Crash Landing on You. But her strength is that she uses she gets a she gets an idea from like a legend or myth, uh, some kind of folklore. Yeah, M mostly Korean or just anywhere. Mostly Korean. So, for example, the drama "My Love from the Star," the premise is that this guy literally fell from the sky. Okay. But he's also from the back in the day. He's from like Joseon period. Oh. And then he starts to date this like super famous actress. But it's, I mean, I think that's also one of the first Korean dramas that I watched back then. And hmm. I didn't know what to think about. Like, I'm usually not a rom-com kind of person. Right. But I, I enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, that's pretty good. And if, if that piqued my interest, I think 
the writer is pretty good. She、yeah. knows what she's doing, and obviously, Crash Landing on You was very well done. She used the fact that you know the divided country and what could happen, and、right. you know. And this one, the Legend of Blue Sea, she also got the idea from a very old book from about six hundred years ago in Korea. So this writer, he was more like more of like history and back then, I guess,、mm. and he made a book with the stories that he heard from people. But those are like, it's kind of like a, a unsolved mysteries, right? But only that it was a book, right? And it was、um, somewhat verified, I guess. Okay, so he went around and just asked people about certain things. Yeah, or like people、about. told him what happened, or you know, you go to like. Something like police report back then. So、okay, there was like police、right. reports, just like unsolved mystery. There's、right. like something happened, but nobody knows how that happened, why that happened, and how that's you know solved or unsolved. So did he write? Were they like fictional stories based on the original? No, it was just a report, compilation、like、of yeah, a compilation of all those stories, and and that still exists in Korea. So、wow. you can go to museum, and you know, I think you know historians or. You know, people who studied those like old stories, they write their research paper about that and、right. stuff like. So this writer got an idea from one of the stories in this very old book and wrote this drama. Cool. But it also happens to be related to what's famous, one famous legend in the Western world. Hmm. Can you guess what that would be? One famous legend in the Western world. Or legendary mythic mythical creature, Moby Dick. What? Oh,、uh, <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's about the sea beyond the blue.、Um, and guess what I said five minutes ago? It's what's hot in the Hollywood right now. Hot in Hollywood right now. You're making me feel really stupid. I don't know. Mermaid. Oh, mermaid. That's right. They they Disney put out the live action. Yeah, and there was lots of、um, lots of conversations about that. Yeah, speculation and controversy and positive and negative and yeah. So this was something he found that someone reported about a mermaid, and then the writer then picked up on the story and said, "Hey, this would make a good show." Right. Wow, that's great. So apparently there was a. Sighting, or there were multiple sightings of mermaids back in Joseon period,、mm-hmm. somewhere around the Korean Peninsula, and the record is in the, this book.、Hmm. So the writer came across that book, that specific story, mermaid story, and、mm-hmm. she thought it was a good idea to write a drama about it. Wow! So that's the fantasy part、yes. of the show,、yes. mermaids. Are they are they kind of called mermaids, or is it like a different idea based on this Korean thing? Because when we say mermaid, we have a specific. I don't know if that specific idea of what a mermaid is、right. is from more Western culture. Oh yeah, good question. I think I mean it in this drama. It's pretty similar to you know like Ariel mermaid as、okay. we know, gotcha Princess Ariel or whatever the Western world think about mermaid. It's pretty similar. Uh, I haven't read the old document, old book, right? So I don't know what they say, but I looked up some stuff, and they basically said it's half fish and half human. Okay. And it 
they kind of talk like it wasn't super uncommon. It wasn't like people were like, oh my god, what is this thing? Like, I guess back in the day, people would see mermaid here and there. Right. Like, it's not common, but you might come across something like that. Yeah, it was just something that you knew about. Yeah. You know, if you're lucky to see it, it was like, oh, cool, there's that. And right. So it, that's the that's the connotation. Wow, the that's book. cool. It's kind of crazy. You believe that? You believe in mermaids? Um, I don't know, but I I believed in Santa until I was sixth grade. So, <laughs> <laughs> Santa. Maybe they can answer your question. Yeah. I think it's interesting how. Uh, whatever pop culture or whatever is happening sort of dictates the rules about these mm. mythical creatures right. o- over time. Like a, like something like vampires, for example. Mm. Like we all know the rules of a vampire, right? The yeah. way you kill it is with a silver bullet or a stake, wooden stake through the heart right. or the sun or, you know, because they can't be in the light. So they come out at night, they sleep during the day. Like that's always the premise. Right. You know, those are just rules that are set up and established. So when you're talking about a mermaid, there's rules that are established. I think, I don't remember The Little Mermaid, (laughs) but I think it has something to do with if she stays out of water too long, she has to, like, fall in love and get a kiss or something in order to become a human. Yep. Um, Or she's got to go back to the water because she can't, you know, survive out of water, right? So what you just said yeah. is also kind of in this drama. Okay. And we'll get into that. Okay, good. So that's that's the curious thing. But I think that's interesting. I remember uh, I was listening to an interview. I think it was Quentin Tarantino talking about movies. He said it wasn't about this, but um, he just made it a point to say, anytime I'm flipping through channels and like a, you know some kind of new vampire show or movie comes on, he's like, Oh, I'll watch that because I want to see how where they take this. Because for him, it's interesting to see how they use the same rules that have applied, and then how they're going to push it forward to do something interesting or new about it. You know, so I think that's partially true with this. It's like, oh, we're going to have a story about a mermaid. How are people? Why are people going to want to watch that? How is it different? How is it unique? You know, speaking of vampires, I think. You know the Netflix show Kingdom or King King. I think it's called Kingdom. The mm. Korean yeah. zombies or yeah. vampire. I don't know what it is. Is it it's vampire zombies? Zombies? It's zombies. Yeah. That show's also sort of based on like folklore ah, back then. Okay. They re- there's a report of some people some, like half dead. Right. And yeah. So who knows? Maybe something like that. And same thing. Like I'm gonna talk about this mermaid in eastern and western world but same thing with zombies right you know zombies that like half dead idea exists in like african Mm -hmm. countries and tribes and like european society which probably could have gotten from africa like you know like throughout the world right so is it really just this fantasy creature or did it really exist back then or is it still existing yeah i mean i think that's the interesting part is uh where did these ideas come from it's almost it almost like it simultaneously existed in like all over the world. All these, yeah, yeah, different places. The idea of the undead, the thing with mummies, you know, right? Mummification, yeah, all those things come from. I'm sure there's more that just didn't, um, that maybe people talked about or wrote about, 
like yeah. a really long time ago that just didn't make it right yeah all the way this long you know like a folk story or a folk song that yeah. makes it is because it's been told over and over again you know through generations and for some reason that story stuck more than another one or maybe it's more true than another one you know you never know right. but it's hard to trace all that now obviously well before we get into all those folklores and the stories from the past let me tell you what this is about it's really a big show it's a really famous show so i'm sure a lot of the listeners are probably familiar with it and i'm just late to the party but oh well <laughs> <laughs> well it's seven years old so we shouldn't worry about spoilers right <laughs> but then like i don't know there might yeah. be another me if they haven't seen it yet yeah yeah It is August 1598 in a mountainous Gangwon province. After a big typhoon swept the seaside village, a mermaid was caught by Mr. Yang, a vicious wealthy townsman. He knows that the mermaid oil is sold at a very high price because it is an excellent quality oil and has a long shelf life. He also knows that the mermaid's tears become pearls. On the same day, Kim Damryong, a newly appointed royal official, moves to the village, and Mr. Yang shows the mermaid to him during a lavish welcome party. He wanted to show off his wealth and power, but instead of being impressed, Damryong takes the mermaid out of her prison and releases her back to the ocean. After this incident, Damryong begins to have strange dreams. He's living in an era he's never seen before, and he's a very clever con man. Fast forward, it's in the 21st century. Damnyeong's name in this life is Ho Junjae. He travels to Spain after completing a big fraud project. There, he runs into a Korean woman who is very disheveled. She seems to have some level of intellectual disability and speech disorder. But Junjae feels that there's something more than that. Although he's a con man, Junjae is a good guy at heart, so he decides to help her by buying her some decent clothes and teaching her a few things. Some weeks later, Junjae is back in Korea and he runs into this woman again, but for some reason, he doesn't remember her at all. Just like in Spain, Junjae is again surprised by her lack of knowledge in just about everything. She doesn't have anywhere to go and doesn't know how to get around. She doesn't even know that she can't cross the street when a red light is on. She doesn't know what name means, let alone knowing her own name. Junjae is frustrated but also feels sorry for the woman. So he gives her name Shim Chung and lets her stay with him and his con men friends. But every time Junjae looks at Chung, he feels that he's lost some important memory. Junjae is not a bad criminal. He became a con man because of his unstable upbringing. His parents divorced when he was young, and his mother was forced to leave the house. When he was in high school, he left home to search for his own mom and to escape the abusive stepmom and uncaring father. 
He only wanted to con bad and rich people to have enough money to buy a house to live with his mom. But that was already 10 years ago. And although he has made a lot of money now, he hasn't come across any clue about his mom's whereabouts. Meanwhile, there is news that Ma Dae-young, a notorious murderer, has just escaped from prison. And for some reason, this killer seems to be stalking Ho Jun-jae. And he also noticed that a woman named Chang is Jun-jae's weakness. Okay. So this mermaid story from Joseon period is from a book that's published in 16th century. Okay. And the, this story takes place in 1598, you said? Right, also 16th century. Right, okay. So the, you know, there are two time periods in the show. Right. And I think the old time period is maybe like loosely based on the actual record from right. 16th century gotcha. in the book. That's great. So we get to see some of that world and then we kind of have the characters in the new world. Right. And they're related. So it's kind of, it's, it's, it's implied that these two characters like from the Joseon period and then the current time, they're like reborn okay. person. It's like a reincarnated person. Right. The, okay. It was kind second of, life or third life or whatever. Right. So like he was back in the day, he was like a, you know, very successful, you know, I guess he would be like a mayor or a sheriff. Mm. Or Head like of the, the town. Yeah. Or like a police chief, something like that. Gotcha. Appointed by the king. Mm. But in the modern time, he's a common man. Mm. And it really kind of threw me off. I had to like look up, look up some stuff because this whole idea of reincarnation was used in another famous Korean drama, The Goblin. Mm. And I was like, was it a, is it like a copying the other one, one or right. the other, you know? What's kind of crazy is that this show was on TV from November 2016. And The Goblin. That's newer, right? was the Goblin started airing in December 2016. Oh, so, so they not that kind far of, apart. They're, they're, I think they were airing at the same time. Hmm, cool. I didn't realize the Goblin was that old. Oh, yeah, that one's old. But, yeah, so they're basically airing at the same time. They're both talking about... I think Goblin's definitely more focused on, you know, rebirth and mm-hmm. reincarnation. But, you know, it's similar motive. So I was thinking, like, you know, is there some kind of rules among the writers? You know, like how when you look at <laughs> some cars and right. it's different brand, but they're basically the same design. Right. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the same thing with the, like, fashion mm. world. It's kind of similar. So I'm like, okay, this is a new spring season fashion show, but, like, different brands have, like, their similar, similar style. Things, yeah. Like, there's, like, somebody make up these rules and, like, this is what the next one's going to be, you know? Yeah, that happens with uh, in Hollywood a lot, where films come out at the same time, or they hear about, oh, there's a script working on this, and then another script just happens to pop up, and it's like, got the similar premise, or it's about a similar thing. Weird. And then it's a, it's a race to get it done and put it out before the other one. That happens all the time, though. Is, mm. it, is it because they've got their pulse on what's going to be popular, or... You know what I mean? Like this is something that the or fashion world. Or maybe it's Illuminati. Is. 
they make up the rule and then they tell the writers and <laughs> yeah. fashion people and car people. <laughs> this is what we're selling this year, guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? It's probably a little bit of all those things. I think there's a lot of theft when it comes to scripts. Right. In Hollywood, yeah. for sure. Because yeah. like a new idea or a good idea is, is hard. But if you hear about an idea and you're like, oh, well, let me just do this and take a spin on this and we'll... We'll piggyback on that being successful. Oh, you know what? Wouldn't that be a good idea to write a show or a movie about a script theft? Like professional script theft? Yeah, that would be. For scripts, yeah, specifically. Like there's a company or like group of men who specialize yeah. in like stealing scripts? Yeah, and there, there really are. I mean... Hmm. Somebody should make a movie about that. There was a good movie with Bradley Cooper where he found a manuscript of a book. I feel like you talked about this. I in think I talked about it before. <laughs> and, is that uh, the only movie you ever watched? That's the watched? only movie I've ever seen. That reminds me when I said Silver Bullets earlier, I was thinking about vampires, but really I think werewolves are the ones that get killed by Silver Bullets. Oh, that's right. No, I think... I don't, I don't think Silver Bullets affect vampires. I think it has to be the wooden stake and like maybe there's something to do with fire, but yeah. Sun... No, I don't think fire does anything. The sun. They can burn up in the sun. Right. Wooden stake to the heart. I think silver bullets. I think that's werewolves. Okay. That's how bad I am with that stuff. Wow. So getting back to this, though. Now, we're talking about 1598. He basically sets the, the mermaid free, right? Right. So that is... So he's looking at it. This guy's like... You know, and that's a good deed, right? Right. At the He's time. like, you know, he looks at it as like, you know, this is a bad practice. You shouldn't, right. you know, this is another life. You shouldn't imprison it. You shouldn't take advantage of it. And that whole scene, like how this bad guy is a rich bad guy. He's using this mermaid is pretty much like what we are doing to animals right now. Right. Because he's looking at this mermaid and saying like, oh, that's going to make some good oil and sell for a high price. And, right. You know, and like make her like... And he makes his people to like whip her really bad so she can cry and makes more makes pearls. Makes more pearls. Wow. And, you know, the way he talks to this mermaid and everything is very much like, you know, I mean, we talk about what is it like a um, shark oil? Yeah. Well, whales. Oil. All the whaling industry was I mean, on oil back then. All in the, the day. like, you know, animal testing on monkeys mm-hmm. and that freaking coffee make with the... You There's know. a story about uh, a hen that lays a golden egg. Oh, my God. Yes. Remember that? Yes. And that's kind of the the same idea. You're keeping this thing, but it's it's got a life of its own, right? So this guy, the official comes to the town, and he sees it, and he's like, well, I don't like it, and we're going to release we're gonna it. set it free. Yeah. Okay, so then fast forward however many years later, we see the same person reincarnate, right? Right. And now, now we're wondering how is the mermaid going to reappear in this person's life, or how did it right. his deed way back then affect his life now? Right? Is that kind of yeah, ish? Well, okay. I have to talk about the actress who plays the mermaid. Yeah, I'm curious. So the title says "The Legend of the Blue Sea." I think the real legend here is that this actress, she's her name is Chan Jihan. I don't know who could be similar to her in Hollywood. She's now, I think, 45-ish. Mm-hmm. She looks about 20 years old. Right. 
she's been doing acting, modeling since she was like 14, 15. Okay. So she's been acting for like 30-ish years. And I think her most famous one internationally is probably the movie My Sassy Girl. Hmm. You probably never saw it. Mm, doesn't sound familiar. The is movie, it movie came out. Yeah, the movie came out in I think 2002, okay. something like that. It's pretty old. It's a romantic comedy, and it was. I mean, it was huge. That mm. was kind of like the Pretty Girl movie, Julia Roberts. Right for Korea. Yeah, it's like everybody saw it. Everybody knows about it. Right. And, um, it was a seminal rom com kind of. Yeah, Korean it's drama, rom com. So this girl is kind of like you know she's pretty, but. She doesn't act like a pretty girl. She's right. very like. She's interesting. Yeah. So the movie was huge. Um, in fact, when I was in college, I had some neighbor girls. She they're from I think Singapore. Hmm. Either Singapore or Philippines. I can't remember. And they said you look like her. <laughs> I wish. Right? No, and I told them like, no, I'm Korean, and they're like, oh my god, do you know Jun Ji Hyun? I don't know her person. I, although I did go to school, she's from she actually she's from my neighborhood, so oh, really? like I yeah. That's funny. And my friend's sister actually went to school with her, but I was oh. like, no, I don't know her personally. Just because I'm Korean doesn't mean I know her. But she's like, oh my god, everyone. she's so funny and pretty, my sassy girl, and I'm like, what is the movie? And you, I had no idea. You hadn't seen it yet. Well, I saw it, but I didn't know that was called. That's oh, what it was the called. American title, right. And the girls were like going crazy, like, "Oh my god, I watched My Sassy Girl like five times," <laughs> and then I had to look it up what that was. Right. And that, so yeah, I that's how I knew that movie got pretty big internationally. Wow. Yeah, because the Singapore they were. Yeah, and I can't remember if Singapore or Philippines, but but yeah, so she did that, and she does equal number of movies and TV shows, but you know, she's she's a plus. Special list actress. A list is and, uh. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and she's married now. She has two sons, hmm. but she looks younger than me. <laughs> and in fact, when she shot this one, she already had one son. Oh, really? Yeah. So she already had one delivered. Yeah. And she obviously took care of herself and was back on the horse, working hard. Yep. What would I have seen her in? What are some shows? I really don't think you ever saw her. Really? Yeah. Huh, okay. But you've seen the guy. Okay. What have I seen the guy in? In Pachinko. Okay. And The King. The King. Mm, I like him. Lee Min Ho. And uh, I was thinking about that show. What was it? The uh, Heirs. The Heirs? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that girl in Heirs because she, she got really popular. So at first I thought maybe you were talking about her. Oh no. Yeah, Chun. I, I like Chun Ji Hyun. She's really cool. She's not. And also, what I like about her is like she's kind of cool. Right. She's not always trying to like doll up herself and try to look a certain way. And yeah. She's very like chill, casual. And I think that's why everybody loves her. Like whether you're young or old or right. You know. She's kind of like a Julia Roberts in a way. I mean, I said pretty girls, but I think in that sense, like, yeah. everybody loves her. Just, you know, yeah. she's always, she's, she gets certain roles and, you know. Right. She's done some action movies too, but, you know, I mean, she's always great. I think and I, I wasn't going to watch, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And I wasn't really going to watch this one, although I like her. It's just, I'm not a rom-com person, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> but then... <laughs> Uh, at my previous job, I had a coworker. She's maybe fifty, 
something, and she's the last kind of person that would watch anything international.、Hmm. That you would expect. Like yeah, like you would expect she's only watching Judge Judy, <laughs> or like you yeah, know, like regular TV shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she looks like somebody she only watches American TV shows. Right. And then she came to me. Turned out she was huge on Korean show. Wow. She in fact watched more than I did. <laughs> she knows more about it. Than and then you. one day, like every time I run into her,、um, she talks about some new show she's watching, or she's just、wow. watched it, or she like stayed up until like two o'clock in the morning because because she wanted to finish it or something like that. <laughs> and then she one day she was raving about this one, the Legend of the Blue Sea.、Uh-huh. So I knew about the show. I never watched it, and I was like, yeah, I just didn't watch it. She's like, oh my god, this is your homework this week. You have to watch it and tell tell me what you think about that. Like, cool. And she was like going crazy about it, and like okay, whatever. I still wasn't gonna watch it, but then when I thought about like I should do something summary, I thought about this one,、right. and I thought about how she loved it. So my reasoning was that if she liked it, as in like somebody who wouldn't like Korean show or anything international, anything with a subtitle, right? I feel like that can appeal to a lot of listeners. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's surprising too, which I think is the neat thing about Korean shows that are. Coming to light, especially for people in America, she's talking about a show that was made seven years ago, right? And she's saying it's good now. This is what when last time you saw her, which was not that long ago, last year. Yeah. So, isn't it crazy to think about? Like, no one would be going around saying that about an American show usually, unless it's like critically acclaimed and was maybe a period piece. Maybe because it's a fantasy. I don't know. I think I would say that still that like. I highly recommend Lost. Yeah, would you? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That shows what. That, like, another again, that sci-fi kind of holds 15, up, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess you're I right. I think when anything's too dated, it's hard. I mean, and some shows break through. People still talk about Seinfeld、right. and Friends and stuff, but it's rare. I think, especially if it's. I mean, I wouldn't think to watch a foreign show that was that old. Right. Yeah, that's true. But you learn so much. I still haven't finished Reply nineteen eighty eight, but I really like it, and I've been watching it. Okay, so we. Well, I wanted to ask if you、um, could talk more about this mermaid. You haven't talked much about the mermaid. Only talked about him. So, what's special about a Korean mermaid? Other than I assume it's a Korean actress that's playing, <laughs> which is nice. So. I think there are some similarities. I mean, we talked about this briefly in the beginning. You know, there are some things like the vampires,、mm-hmm. silver bullet. No, not silver bullet. That's <laughs> for werewolves. <laughs>、um, garlic, maybe. I don't know. There are yeah, some things、garlic. like you know, across the shows and like、yeah. movies, they have similar ideas about what vampires should be or what kills it. Yeah, same. I think it's similar here. Like, you know, there are some ideas about what what mermaids should look like or, or what they do, what they can't do. So first of all, this these are some of the settings in the show. So by the look, the mermaid in the show does kind of look like the、um, Western mermaid. So a fish tail, no feet. Yeah, no feet, and just kind of like a large-ish the、yeah. fish thin, tail, half、yeah. half fin fish,、exactly. whatever part, and then the top part is like human. Yeah. Okay, that's normal. And when she gets dry on the land, that's when she has leg. Okay, so, so that's the, leg, the difference the between yeah, because in the, the under the sea, 
Under the Sea. What's it called? <laughs> the Little Mermaid. mermaid. Yeah. yeah, Little Mermaid. And the Little Mermaid. She never has legs, right? Yeah, she has to buy. She goes to Ursula and she has to oh. sell her soul and she makes a deal. And that's way, that's how she gets the legs. I feel like there's been shows. Maybe it was the movie Splash. I feel like there's been mermaid shows in America where they do have legs on land, but it doesn't uh, last forever. Something oh, really? about how long it lasts or something like that. But maybe I'm wrong. Go ahead. Continue. That's great. Well, yeah. So in this one, when you're dry, you have legs. And when you go back into the water, you get fins. So you're, when you're wet, you turn into a fish. Right. Awesome. And they don't really talk. So between the mermaids... Oh. You don't have to talk. There's no, that's why when she comes to the human world, she doesn't know how to talk. Oh. So people think she has some issues, like maybe speech disorder or like... You but know, she's she, just telepathic. Yeah, so that's how mermaids talk. That's great. Yeah. That makes sense because they're in the ocean. Right. But if, you're a, if you have a special connection to mermaid, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of like, you know, how some people say they can see ghosts. Yeah. Or if they have pure soul or something. Or they have mental telepathy or something like <laughs> or that, something right? like that. so i guess if you have a special you know t- special area brain developed more <laughs> than others you can hear mermaids talk oh. and in fact there's a little girl in this show she's like maybe like seven year old little girl mm-hmm. and she hears what this mermaid talks is thinking mermaid's thinking yeah. okay does the guy have a special connection no. to her because no. they okay <laughs> And the next one is a big thing. So mermaids can erase human memory by touching, especially kissing. Ooh, interesting. Human. Just wipe your memory clean? Yeah. So that you have no memory of a mermaid or any specific or all I memory? think she can select what memory Selective. she wants. To, yeah. Wow, what she's memory powerful. she wants. To, yeah. We start messing with the brain. That's pretty good. That's just not like a power. That's like, okay. You're not going to remember this moment. And then, the, and then you kiss. Right. So remember when I said Junjae comes back to Korea and he doesn't recognize her. Right. So he, she erased the memory right. after he set her free. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So that's like, uh, what's the... Well, min, not, not min, because min not because of he... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's a very the similar. Device. But not because he set her free. That was a previous life. So oh, he right. doesn't remember... No. He's just a him, you know. It's not like he's been living continuously since. Right, so he's a, he's century. been reborn, so he wouldn't have yeah. had that memory. He has no anyway. idea. But they met in Spain, but mm-hmm. in Korea he doesn't remember her. He doesn't remember because her. somewhere in between she erased his memory. Interesting. Has she been living this whole time? Yes, okay. apparently. So she's got all the memories, but see, that's a cool premise because. You know the idea that oh, um, mermaids aren't real. Hmm. So, oh. so I'm never going to see one. Right. Like, are real. I haven't seen one. Like we would have seen one by now, right? But if they have legs on water, there's a chance we wouldn't have seen them. So she or the mermaids, they and use if they that. Live yeah, forever. they don't want people to see them that right. way, or if especially because that usually the cases it puts them in risk. Right. It puts them in danger. Yeah, absolutely. So they erase the memory. So she's got um, issues with trust. <laughs> she's got some serious trust issues. Well, if a street cat runs away, is that the cat's problem or a human problem? If a street cat runs away. When animal sees us and then animal runs away, is that animal's problem? Problem? Well, it's probably because they're scared. 
because we make them scared. Yeah, and probably they've had a bad experience with yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And the mermaids have superior physical ability to humans. Okay. So, for example, this little girl, not little, I mean this woman, mermaid woman, in 20s or so, she can like literally pick up a man and throw him. Yeah, he can throw a man. Yeah. She can throw a man. She's got strength. Yeah. How did she get caged up then? What do you mean? Oh, like, back in the day? Yeah. Well, she she knows it's not just about breaking the prison. Like, there are all these humans around her, and right. she can't just escape. You she's know? just picking her moment. Yeah. Gotcha. And also, like, she doesn't want to create a scene, so she's thinking, like... I'll just wait this out. She wants people to not remember her, so she'll have to, like, erase her memory, but it's just so much. And, and also, that scene is more like... I mean, it's the same thing, like, you know, you would think Gorilla can break the cage and run, but, you know, that's kind of how it's depicted. Yeah, that makes sense. I was just, it's kind of a rhetorical question. Yeah, okay. So in the show, she gets into, like, accident, Mm -hmm. because she's, like, bad at getting around. And, like, her bones are fractured and stuff, but... It only takes her like a week or so to <laughs> yeah to heal, <laughs> and then the doctors take X-rays and like, huh, okay, maybe we switched up X-rays. Like, don't tell anyone. Like, this we don't want hospitals to like look bad. Right. Yeah. Interesting. She doesn't have like an exoskeleton, like a fish skeleton. No, I mean now she's it's human. Just completely so normal. Like, yeah. And the mermaid can. This is what's kind of similar to the Little Mermaid, the Ariel Mermaid story so the mermaid can only love one person in their life oh and they live very long time hundreds of years and if that love happens to be a human and they come to the land they have to earn their love back otherwise their heart will get hardened and kill them Okay, so they have to. They have to be loved by the person they love. Exactly. Otherwise, their heart will start to get solidified. And wow, that sounds die. horrible. They can only love one person. Is that what the Little Mermaid was like? She could only love one. I don't think that's. I don't think that was the. Or she setup, had to be loved back, she, maybe. Yeah, she had to be loved. That was a deal with Ursula. Gotcha. And Ursula was like, okay, I'm going to give you a leg and you can try your love. But if you don't earn your... I think there was also a timeline. Mm. The prince yeah, has to love you sense. back. and But then like, I feel like that whole story is really messed up. So this princess, <laughs> this prince like saved the mermaid. But obviously he's like, he doesn't actually care about her. So he's still right. like going off with some other woman. Yeah, it's very problematic. Yeah. I was like, what? what kind of story is that? I don't know. I didn't watch it, so but it doesn't sound it doesn't sound good. I don't know what you know. I that was so long ago when the Little Mermaid. I'm talking about the the original Anderson Hans Anderson oh, Mermaid. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, those stories were all kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they were very. I think the Little Mermaid actually made it a little bit more like Disney friendly. Right. So maybe there was a moment like they loved sense. each other or something, yeah. but. Like he was forced to marry the some other princess or mm. something, and but the original story I remember, like he just literally didn't care. He's like, okay, some poor woman, like, 
here's money, here's clothes, whatever. You this know? is like the Brothers Grimm or something, right? Hans Anderson. Oh, Hans. Yeah. But Brothers Grimm... Hans same, Christian Anderson. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, gotcha. I mean, Grimm Brothers is pretty much the same thing. Like, you yeah. think about all those back in the day yeah. story. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And I guess those were based off of... Uh, well, the Grimm was based off, like, kind of German folklore and yeah. stuff. So speaking of Grimm Brothers and stuff, this is what's interesting. The Korean record of mermaid from mm-hmm. the from back then is from the 16th century and the green brothers were popular in 17th 18th centuries mm-hmm. anderson is from 19th century mm. and although green brothers didn't write about mermaids you know i feel like maybe that was the time that non-human creatures were around really <laughs> And we just forgot, or the extent? Yeah, I think that time frame... Uh, I mean, a time frame makes sense. That these things would be, you know, popping up throughout those centuries. Hmm. I think, uh, you know, looking at the timeline... When was Shakespeare? I think about creatures with Shakespeare sometimes. The other thing is, when did we start writing these things down? Hmm. Right? When do we start collecting them? Because not everyone could write, you know. People are telling stories, but they're not necessarily getting recorded. So they're getting retold and retold and retold. But when you write them down, that's like that permanent record, like what you're talking about. So this Korean record of it was from the 16th century. But the story itself, or I should say stories, were probably much much older, right? Right. And And you guys are you know, you're a peninsula, so it would make sense that there would be water creatures in your folklore, (laughs) right? Yeah. Because it makes so much of your, makes up so much of your, you know. And thinking about the Grimm Brothers, Germany, a lot of those stories are, think about it. In the forest. They're in the forest, in the woods. There's always, like, you know, mountains or, like, creatures. Right. And that's, yeah, that's the stuff they had to deal with. And I know they didn't have, you know, they weren't super modern. They were mostly tri- tribal, mm-hmm. you know, early in their careers. And they were kind of broken into a bunch of little groups that believed different things. And they, I guess, had like huts and mud huts. And, you know, a lot of those grim stories, it kind of feels like that kind of stuff. Right. Whereas this story, which is interesting, Mermaids, that feels more Korean. When did you first hear about Mermaids when you were a kid? Little Mermaid. That was it. Ariel. Huh? So you never heard about it. I had brush. I had cassette tape. <laughs> I had mirror. Uh, what else? I, I had like Americans. all these like it's Disney product. Disney yeah. like you know merch. Great. That makes sense. This, merch. Merch is not the right word, but whatever. No, it, you know what I mean. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the child Disney merch. Disney merch. But yeah, I I liked. I don't know. My still my favorite is Jasmine, Princess Jasmine. But yeah, I, Ariel was okay. I did like the song, like Under the Sea. Yeah, <laughs> Under the Sea. The songs were good. Actually, I heard that's what they messed up in the new ones. Oh really? In the new one, yeah, they they added like a new song or something, and uh, they changed kind of. The, oh my god, you cannot replace. That's that why one. people were so upset. That's, yeah, that's like, such an iconic. Yeah, and. That makes you wonder, like, why would you want to redo this? Like, if you're oh, not going to make it better, you know? Wow. Yeah. 
I haven't watched the new one, but if that if I'm not gonna hear Under the Sea, I don't right. know. I don't know. I have to think about whether I'm really gonna watch it ever. Well, talking about all this, and in relation to the show, how does the how does like the fantasy hold up? Like, is it? Do you feel? Is it believable? Is it fun? Is it interesting in the show? Like, do you like the idea of this mermaid and how yeah. it plays out? I think the first half, maybe one third of the show, mm-hmm. is really focused on how this mermaid is not human. Right. But we only we know it, right? right? So none of the people, the main guy Imino or his friends that live, they live together. All these comments, they live in like a big villa, you know. Hmm. They have no idea who she is. They just think she's some, you know, some crazy woman who doesn't yeah, talk. Yeah, some homeless woman who <laughs> just you know never been educated and she really doesn't know anything and she's probably like mentally challenged. And this guy's like a good guy, so he's like, okay, well. You can stay here. I have a big house anyway. Right. But she literally doesn't know what name means. Somebody asks, like, what's your name? And she's like, huh? Mm. You know, in the very beginning, like, episode one or two, she almost talks like a caveman mm. because she doesn't know language, what right. word means. But the thing about mermaid is, like, they're really fast. Right. So she learns quickly about language yeah. and starts to pick it up. So one day she's watching stuff online, mm. like, on a laptop. And then she's like staying up all night. The next right. day, like she has this dark circle around her eyes and stuff. Right. She knows how to talk. Right. And she, she does learned different languages. Yeah, and she then she learned French. everything <laughs> on like she watched movies and Korean right. drama, or whatever. She she learned everything. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but yeah, she doesn't know anything, so she has to learn everything. And her name Shim Chung is also from Korean folklore, and it's a character. It's very old and famous folklore not almost like a story not folklore but um the character also has something to do with the ocean okay like it's kind of a tragic story so when you first hear like okay i'm not i'm gonna name you shim chung you think about that relation like okay shim chung was a character from back in the day and right you know, so you recognize that name yeah any koreans would recognize that right. that's pro- that's why they you think it. that character yeah. is probably why that's probably why the character names her shim chung right but it's actually he says it's like acronym, like very stupid. Oh. So almost like you're naming somebody, hey, I'm going to name you VS. <laughs> but so like, yeah. Very stupid. You're very But that's dumb. just because like she really doesn't know anything. Like she doesn't know right. how to use a utensil. Right. So there's a scene. Oh my God, that was my favorite scene and most jealous of this actress. So she gets cake. Oh. Right. And she's like, what is this? And how do I eat it? And then she literally digs the whole cake with her hand. Nice. And just puts it in her and mouth. And just like, yeah, puts it in her mouth with like both hands. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. I do want to do that. I feel like <laughs> that should go on my bucket list or maybe something I want to do for my next birthday. Just use your hands on a big old piece of, piece of cake. Yeah. But also like. Or the whole cake. It reminded me of what you said before. You yeah. said like in Korean shows, like eating and food is like, yeah. they take it seriously. Like they're yeah. not just props. I mean, this actress, she who's like a model eat, and yeah. like everybody's favorite, she literally like um, eats the whole stuff like oh, that. Oh, wow, that's awesome. And like her face gets super messy, but right. she just, I mean, that kind of acting is really great because yeah. the you know first like four or five episodes, she's playing this creature. Right, right. that's learning. That's, yeah, it's, well, it's you're right there with than, it. It's yeah. worse than Baby because yeah. babies are like raised a certain way. But, like, she's this adult, and she's really tall, and, you know. Yeah. And she really doesn't know how to do anything. And <laughs> how to, like, even walk around. Right. Or, That's fun. You know, she 
very first scene, she doesn't have a concept of clothes. Mm. So she's like hiding in the closet. Gotcha. She feels like maybe I shouldn't be naked in public. Right. So she's like hiding in the closet. Right. Does she just appear out of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah. So she just comes out of the water for the first time ever. You don't see how she gets she out appears. of the water okay. and walk into like the Spanish hotel. But, but that's like the first time she's ever like spent more time out of water, basically. Right. Okay. Yeah. And but yeah, that kind of acting is pretty much straight from like her my sassy girl type. Yeah. She's like kind of stupid and like clumsy and physical. Yeah. Yeah. Physical but also comedy. almost like a slapstick comedy yeah. in a way. But she's that's great. great. You know, she's not shy of doing any kind of that kind of acting, which is not super common, especially for a superstar actress like that. Right. And I think that's why I like her. Cool. And when she does that, there's certain like, I mean, she does it so nicely. <laughs> she's great. That's always fun to watch. It's really funny. You have yeah. the talent it's like really that. funny. So we, we basically are watching to figure out why she came out of the water, right? Why she came out of the water and how their relationship from the past is going to affect whatever happens in the right, future. Right, or not going to affect, or whether... Apparently, in the past life, he saved her. Right. And they sort of knew each other when they were a kid, or he was a kid back in, like, 600 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not 600, in the 16th century. Right. But she erased his memory as a kid. So we don't know the extent of the time they spent together. Exactly. But she does, and, she he, knows. and he doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so when she comes back... Maybe, I guess, it starts to reveal their relationship. Right. And also, you start to figure out other relationship people around those right. two people. Yeah. So, for example, there's this killer on the loose. Oh. And he's after loose. him. And you don't know, like, why this killer is all of a sudden, like... And you just assume, like, well, he was a comment, so he probably did something bad to him. Right. But there's more to it. And then that ties them back to the 16th century. Cool. It sounds great. It sounds like a lot of fun. Doggy has joined us. Yeah, Carmen's here with us now. Yeah, I would say overall tone of the drama is comedy. Okay. I mean, also, it's very sweet. It's definitely something you watch in the summer during your vacation. Something light, funny, and... Lighthearted. Romantic. But, like, it's funny. And I think... I I can't imagine any other actress pulling this character. Yeah. That's Um, hard to do. Hard to do well. Because you also have to have, you have to be like graceful as a like. There are definitely scenes you have to be like this pretty, like beautiful, mythical mermaid creature. Right. But also you have to be like hundred percent like out there doing all this physical acting. Right. And yeah, I really don't think anyone could have pulled the character like that. Also, there are a lot of scenes that are like intentionally like over the top funny. Right. So there's like one character. He's only in that. He's only in for like two episodes, almost like cameo. Hmm. And he's also famous actor, Chu Jong-suk. He's really good, too. Apparently, he's... So she, she's really missing water, right? She wants to go into the water. She <laughs> misses like, being in the water. So she's, like, by the Han River. She's just looking at the river, and she looks a certain way. She looks sad because she can't get right. back into the water right now. And this guy runs up to her and, like, well, if you're trying to jump you're into so the water... Sad. I can help you, you know? And she's like, what, what is this man talking about? You know, like, they started talking and almost like instantly they figure out like they're mermaids. Oh, both of them are. So this guy's also mermaid. Wow. And he's living in the human world. He's a merman. Yeah. A merman. <laughs> um, 
And his job is a lifesaver. Okay. In the river. Like a lifeguard? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. How But, fitting. Right, exactly. I mean, there are, there are jobs in, like, I think around the like, Han River, especially, there are a lot mm -hmm. of, like, water sports area and stuff. So okay. it's kind of like a lifeguard at the beach, but for Han River. Right, which is a little different than yeah. the ocean. But basically like a lifeguard. So anytime there's an accident in the water, in the Han River, you have to jump in and save people, and then you have to ride the boat, and, right. you know. But does he does his, like, fish fin appear? That's what I'm thinking. So Tricky. I mean, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it, but... He's so, like, it's, he's so, like, sly, mm. and, like, he's been in this human world for long right. enough to, like, know, like... So he, he works with it. Yeah. So that so no he knows how out. to, like... It's like, oh, put them in first. I'll meet you on the side of the river, yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, I, I need money. I need the money to, like, you know, <laughs> there's this thing called money, you know? You have to have money. Do you know anything about that, you know? And he just looks at her like, wow. Are you new? Like you really don't know anything. You know? <laughs> That's great. So like I'm gonna teach you some things, and he he teaches her. Wow. Like how so to she watch. Gets a like, helper. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, so turn on this sad movies, and get a plastic bag, put it under your face. Pearls. Pearls. Oh. And she's like, tears. He's like, yeah. This thing, is money, <laughs> in this world. And she's really confused, and he's like, just trust me, and wow. just cry. And then there's a scene, like, they're watching something together, and they have, like, plastic bag hanging, mm -hmm. like, on both on sides of the ears. <laughs> so they hang, like, plastic bag, like, candles on the ears, and they're just crying their eyes out. Wow. And then there are, like, lots of pearls, and That's he's great. like, here, there you go, you know. <laughs> and then <laughs> he says, like, you know, I got this nice apartment right in the middle of Seoul. <laughs> You can't afford something like that with a lifeguard salary. It took a lot of tears yeah, and a lot of literally. years to make that happen. So things like that. There are a lot of funny scenes, but also he teaches her about the heart. Like you have to earn your love back from the sky. Right, because so she, she tells him, that's why I'm here. Mm. And she's like, oh my God, you really don't know anything. And mm. that's what you shouldn't do. It's not too late. You should go back to water. Right. I just got separated from my wife because she doesn't love me anymore and mm. I could see my health is changing and like the next episode like he he's dead mm. his heart turns yeah to his stone. heart like yeah stop beating wow that's But, like, sad yeah he teaches her a lot of stuff and he also says something like you know you know why mermaids are extinct now is because so many of us fell in love with a human mm. And humans changed. Humans have changed from how they used to be. But mermaids stay the same. Mm. So we're taken advantage of, and we can't survive that. That's why so many us, so many of us are extinct. There's this whole conversation about, you know, how we should preserve ourselves and our species, and it's very much like animal. Right. Like when you hear that conversation. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a extinct one that's going yeah. extinct. Yeah. And how, you know, back in the day, yeah, humans probably, to a certain extent, coexist with animals. But now a lot of animals are dead. I hear something like every day there are like some couple hundreds animals and bugs, animals and birds. Oh, yeah. They're going extinct every day. Well, it's the it's the environment. We're destroying the earth. And all of its resources and other creatures. I was thinking about that, how... I think it was something about Mars, how they're trying to figure out 
what happened with Mars, you know? Because mm. they think it probably had water. <laughs> they they have proof that it had water at one point. So how does a planet that could have been similar to ours in some ways mm. suddenly turn into, like, rust? You know, this red... It doesn't have an atmosphere anymore. Yeah. It doesn't have a magnetosphere, which is something they found out recently. Right. That's the thing that protects us from the sun's rays. So the sun shoots off these neutrinos and like the magnetosphere catches them and that's what gives us our northern lights yeah it's the magnetosphere and so mars now it looks like there's something they found out about it but all that points to you know there could have been a life form on that planet yeah and they could have done what we're doing now which is exhaust all of the resources and then the planet just turned into you know could not sustain life any longer you know, that's actually exactly what I was thinking when I watched the show. Like, some couple of centuries later, some yeah. weird creatures on the Earth can talk about, you know. There was this <laughs> thing called humans back in the day. You right. think that's true? And some other creatures are like, no, there's nothing like humans. It's all fake. And well, that's optimistic to think that there'll be another creature past us that can, that can do it, you know. I mean, it will be a creature, like, I just, nothing like humans, you know. Like, Earth will be a completely right. different planet. So some other monster, what we call monster now, will live here. And then they talk about humans as if it's like mythical creature. Right. You know? Like, well, like dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, it'll be the, oh yeah, the dinosaurs. Yeah. What about the humans? Look what they did. <laughs> but I remember writing a paper about that kind of thing in astronomy. And one of the comments my teacher sent back was, he said, okay, that's, that's one way to look at it. But what makes you think after we're done with the planet it's going to just, like, how is it going to refurbish itself and still survive? That was the question he posited to me because my thought was that, oh, once we're gone, like, vegetation will grow, creatures will have more freedom again, and, like, everything will be fine. But we're turning, like, everything so bad with the air pollution, the water pollution, the atmosphere, the hot, like, all that's changing so much that there's not going to, like, you're not going to, nothing's yeah. going to be able to live on Earth, you know? And that's kind of what he was foreshadowing to me is, like, the decisions that everyone's making right now is going to turn into that, you know? Yeah. But that's that's the central message with some of those things we yeah. talk about animals because yeah. that's part of what, what we're doing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there's funny element and how she, I mean, she's very straightforward. She's like, I like you, I love you. Right. I can wait. But he's a human, so he doesn't, he's different. Well, also, he's like, you know, you're just crazy. I know I'm good looking and <laughs> everyone loves me. And, you know, he right. doesn't take it seriously. But right. she's like, well, you know I'm, why I'm here? I'm here because I like you, you know. And she does that because also if it was a human woman, like mm -hmm. a normal human woman, women just won't just like go off to strangers and say like, you know what? I like you. And I, right. I want to date you. You know, you don't do that. But she's different. Like she doesn't have that human yeah. law. Yeah. Well, does is there a way for her to put some of his memory back? That I'm not sure. Like, hey, back in the day, you and I, like, we knew each other. We have a past. And let me it's help you kind remember. Of unclear whether yeah. whether she remembers him, mm -hmm. as in like the guy from back in the day. Oh, okay. So you have to watch it. Gotcha. And tell me. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch it. it sounds fun. And I think there's this, you know, the suspense from this killer on the loose and right. the guy why he's after 
the common guy, the right. main guy, and what their relationship is, and that also stretches out to his family. Mm. So his family was actually a pretty rich family, but the dad fell in love with a different woman, so he kicked out his mom, the guy's biological mom. Mm. You learn about that story and how that's related to what made him now. Mm. And that's also related to the killer. So this is the guy from The King and Pachinko? Yeah. Awesome. Oh, let me ask you this. Who plays the merman? That sounds like a fun character to oh play. Oh my god, yeah. His name is Jo Jung-seok. I don't think you've ever seen him. Yeah, but you don't think so? Oh, you know what? He's in the... That I have seen He's him. in one of the Reply series. Is he? Okay. Not the one that you're watching with. Not in 1988. Wah, wah, wah. But he's very, very versatile. Is he like in Hospital Playlist or any of other... Yeah, he's shows? in Hospital he One. Is? I've probably seen it. Um... I mean, he's he's like the you give him any roles, anything, and he's really good at ad libs. Cool. Yeah, he's. Yeah, it sounds like a fun character. He's the kind of guy like if he didn't become an actor, I don't know what he he could have been like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a really good actor. Good. There's a scene that when they were talking, the two mermaids are talking. She asked him like. You know, this is pretty painful memory for you. You know, you loved, you had this good memory of falling in love with this human woman and you guys were in love together and now you, even if you go back into the water, you have to live with it, you know. Do you want me to erase that memory? Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't want to erase it. Like, I know it's a painful, but I it was beautiful moments in my life, so I want to have it. I want to keep it with me. Right. And I felt like maybe that was foreshadowing something. Mm. I don't know. Well, 20 episodes. If I were to give you a hint, this writer doesn't write a sad ending. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's romantic comedy, so... Right, it's, it's not going to end, end well. Sad. Yeah. So you've answered my first question of the podcast. T, what should I watch? Mm-hmm. And the answer is... The Legend of the Blue Sea. The Legend of the Blue Sea. Available on Viki. This is your fun summer TV show. Not required reading, but more like a beach novel. Exactly. The mass paperback type. Yeah. No, actually, I think it's a lot higher quality than mass paperback (laughs) type. Well, those are, you read them because they're fun, I think. Yeah. Right? Not because they're whatever. They're fun. But also, I think this is really well-crafted, like Good. how you take this old story, historical, from yeah. the historical it sounds like it. document, and turn well, it into something that's very believable. Yeah, it's rooted in something. It's not just yeah. some made-up. I mean, that's the problem with a lot of fantasy is, you know, whole new thing you have to explain the world and the right. rules. Like, <laughs> it's too much. Like, you know what? I don't, I'm not buying into this. But if something's already out there, and it's, you know been around for a long time that makes it that much more interesting and believable and and that's so good. if you want you can watch this in hotel room you're about to go on another work trip yeah work trip good idea and this is definitely light enough for you to just watch after work just not think about anything else and yeah that's good that's exactly where where i need to be yeah. <laughs> well thank you thank you thanks for bringing it to me Thanks for another podcast. What is this? 30... It's 41. 40s! We're in our 40s now. I know. 41. Well, thanks everybody for listening.
I'll see you next week. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Under the sea. <laughs> under the sea. Na, 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 na. So go with your piano music. Under the sea. Was it the clam that sang this? No, the, the uh, what's his name? Thomas. Guy? No. Who's Thomas? Lobster. Oh, the lobster. Yeah, clams. I wasn't sure if it no, was a clam No, I don't think there's any animated clams. Is there not? It's just no, a lobster. It's a lobster. Yeah, I kind of remember the little creature. He had big eyes, right? Yeah. yeah. Thomas. What's his name? No, not Thomas. I don't know. He had like a... Sebastian. Sebastian. Oh, I just remember he had right. like serious name. Thomas okay. is like from... That's... Uh, Trained? Isn't Thomas... Oh, the it's a Beauty and the Beast. I think it's a candle. <laughs> okay. I... <laughs> Thomas is like from Spongebob. Oh. <laughs> like Blue Star. I actually never watched Spongebob. Isn't that Thomas? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know anything about Spongebob. Let us know, listeners. We don't know. 